0: Well, good morning, good morning, good morning to all of you on good this. I'm about to say, where'd you go? You told me hurry up, and then you slowed up. <laughs> me, me, I'm oh I'm
1: here, I'm here. I'm
0: okay. Kind of, all yeah. right, all right. Hey,
1: today.
0: Well, good morning on this this.
1: Hello uh-huh. there. Hello there. <laughs>
0: Good morning on this very, very wet day.
2: A beautiful wet day.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, beautiful wet, beautiful cold. Is it cold out there? Not, well, it's about 40 some degrees. The heat just popped on, so that, that lets you know that, uh, that it's uh, a little toasty somewhere. So... But nonetheless, it's a beautiful morning. Uh, Brother Dennis went outside and chested his, his fingers weren't frozen. Mama Bell's on either. She can play the piano. So everything's going to be all right. Okay. okay. That's what I told myself, Now, uh, So, but y'all are looking so good. As I said, Mama Bell is looking good. She came in with her nice mink rain suit on and
2: and uh, yeah. with,
0: with the matching, uh, with the matching umbrella and 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 uh, rubber booties, uh-huh. uh huh, yeah. yeah, uh
1: huh. And even had buy-
0: the match. I'm back. <laughs> Yeah, even had the matching binder to hold her music sheets. You know, so she was she came in looking pretty. Oh yeah. Well, speaking of music sheets, Mama Bell, we're going to begin today while you are uh, tickling the ivories, as they say, and uh, we can take the moment to lay our petitions out before uh, our great Creator. We can uh, first begin with our corporate prayer to kind of open our spirits for conversating with our creator. Mm -hmm. My dear grandmother would do that. And then once she finishes, you can go ahead and tickle the ivory. And then we'll have a little conversation. After she has uh, had a corporate time, then that will lead us into our little personal time. Instead of being quiet, uh, we will... you do
2: that. I will lift my eyes into the hills on whence cometh my help, my help coming from the Lord. Most gracious and all wise, Father, we just thank you, God, this morning for waking us up to this beautiful day. Thank you, O oh God, for all you've done, and all you're doing, and all you're going to do for us this day. We're going to thank you in advance because, God, you say in all things, give thanks, praise you, and magnify your holy and righteous name. And, God, we just thank you this morning. We praise you for <coughs> excuse me for everything that you are doing, the things that we just take for granted. God, we just as we come this morning, look down upon this service, God, minister to every listening ear. Supply their needs, O God. Supply what they need, O God. Minister to them. Keep them encouraged and help us to rejoice, rejoice, and praise your holy and righteous name. We give you all the honor, all the glory, all the praises. To Jesus we pray. Amen and amen.
0: Savior Amen If you can in that uh wonderful manual, as we like to call it, turn your attention to the book of Ruth. Somebody like old Ruth.
1: Yeah, I do.
0: Yeah. Ruth chapter one. Ruth chapter one. Verses 11. 13 and it said to her well, let's start at 10 it says in verse 10 they said to her we insist on returning with you to your people but Naomi replied return home my daughters why do you want to go with me Am I able to have any more sons who could become your husband? Return home, my daughters. Go on, for I am too old to have another husband. Even if I thought there was still hope for me to have a husband tonight and to bear sons, would you be willing to wait for them to grow up? Would you restrain yourselves from remarrying? No, my daughters, my life is too bitter for you to share because the Lord's hand has turned against me. I would like to talk very briefly on this. This day, before Mama Bell gets tired and starts banging the keys and tells me to shut up, <laughs> I would like to talk very briefly from the subject. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. And all those in agreement with the word respond with a howdy. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. <laughs>
2: I'm going not be attacked, yeah, she says she tired. that was she yeah.
0: I am fascinated by, Madame Naomi, because well, first of all, let me. Uh, make this idea or this train of thought or hypothesis, if you, you want to put there. I've always said for some time now that I believe that uh, the interpretation of the, the scriptures, at least in my peripheral, in my sector of the world, my corner, if you will, has somewhat been jaded. It's been uh, shared or uh, explained in a way that somewhat doesn't make sense. And in most of the cases, these fine individuals are given a bad rap. Uh, to before I move on to that, let me explain why I said it doesn't make sense. At least in my circle, it doesn't make sense because. Most of you, I believe, will will agree or testify or uh, at least testify to at least one or two experiences or occasions. When you spent your time listening to the preacher and it seemed as though he was taking the Bible and using it as a war tool, he would find a text when he wanted to fight or when he wanted to cuss at you or, or in many cases, especially in history, it has been discovered that the Bible was used as a manipulation tactic, especially in the days of slavery and in the even uh, lesser days when we kind of moved out of slavery and they still wanted to find a way to control the minds of people. They took into employment in various ways the preacher and he used the Bible as somewhat as a manipulation tool, as I said, to convince the people of how they should respond and act and live their lives. And that being said, Naomi kind of gets painted as this nasty, bitter, evil person who has backslidden from. God, who has turned her back on God. She would, uh, in some cases, get treated as a modern atheist, if you will, a person who has now uh, resisted or uh, feels disconnected from the creator. Atheism might be a little bit of a stretch because uh, she still believes that God is there, but she just feels that god doesn't care about her anymore so so we can remove atheists from that picture but it's still kind of in that wheelhouse i'm on my own life has scarred me it has made me a little bit bitter as naomi says there's a lot to unpack in those uh four verses we read there and uh, I'm almost starting to uh, hate myself, if I can say that, for uh, trying to attack all four at the same time. please forgive me if I have to rush through this because, you know, my own bell will get tired of me in a minute.
1: <laughs> but I'm
0: stretch it as far as I can. But in here, if I can do this not in, in order, I want to deal with the bitter part first, especially around our neighborhood. We have been here some 40, 50, 60, 70 years. When I say our neighborhood, I'm not talking about just black people. Most of the people who uh, join this community who are connected to same are the working class people. You don't find too many elitists calling in here I had a conversation yesterday with a buddy of mine we sat down for one of our little supposed to be a weekly event that happens you know every six months now and I was talking with him and we were discussing a few things Mama Bellie's an engineer uh, works in uh, companies that you know you know what engineers do we don't have to to explain that. But it was very interesting because sometimes people look at the working class and they look at the poor people. Uh, The working class is uh, a lot of folks who may not necessarily be poor, but they are so focused on their career that they just don't have time to participate in the thing that we call society. My... Uh, one of my relatives, I'm going to say it like that, just in case you don't know where this stuff goes on the Internet. We don't want to start causing more drama than we need to. But they uh, find themselves, they found themselves, uh, they're a couple, and one works in uh, education, and because of that, their requirements uh leave or remove them from the home somewhere around 6 6:30 in the morning and they don't return until maybe 4 or 5 o'clock. And then the other one leaves maybe an hour later, or something doesn't return till around about the same time or a little bit after that. So in between that time is civic league meetings and council meetings and uh, all these other little powwows that happen And decisions are made and uh, ideas are thrown out that the, the working class people don't have access to. Why did I mention all that? Because some of you have found yourself in that situation where you are somewhat disenfranchised, disconnected from the system because your situation, your you being a hardworking individual trying to pay your bills, keep food on the table, or, or handle all the, the issues that happen within your ordinary life. The, you have to live in the real world, if you will. And while you're trying to live in the real world, there's people out here with these fake jobs, I like to call them now. I uh, had a conversation, if I could just put that right here, when I went downtown. I said, you know, some of us got fake jobs. He said, what's a fake job? I said, a fake job is a job that's given to people who live it off of the real folks, the people who have to pat bricks and turn corners and, you know, take 10% or 22%, whatever the number is, from their earnings to pay for a fake job having people who can sit down and try to make decisions for folks and or try to get our own deals through or our own things through on the backs of those real job-having people and then screw them out of their identity and out of their opportunities and out of their access to things. That'll make you bitter. When you come home and you find out that somebody did something or made a decision where you are concerned and forces you to live with that because they have the privilege, that'll make you better. It's a lot of things that'll make you better. I believe that this particular piece of business is everything in the Bible is a metaphor. It's a metaphor for life's lessons. And and even though some people may not fit directly into the uh, same story or scenario as Naomi, if you peel back the onion and get to the allergic to section, you'll find that a lot in this world can make you better. It's one thing I had a conversation with somebody, and, and I don't really uh, want to do this because it's, it's very hard on, on, on certain people, especially uh, that, that the, the woman that God has blessed me with to deal with things like, uh, well, I'm going to die one day. And a lot of couples find themselves struggling with that. And, you know, the problem with that is that when that happens and you're trying to deal with your situations, you're trying to deal with the fact that you just lost the love of your life or the person that was to be your partner, and while you're trying to get over that, life is still ticking, and nobody seems to care. That's the hard reality, that the world doesn't care that you're grieving. It do not care that you're suffering. It doesn't care that you're trying to pick back up the pieces and move back on. They don't care that you don't know what to do at this moment in time and you're really not thinking straight. And all they know is that I got a job to do and I am collecting a paycheck and when you come here, you better do what I need you to do and I just got to move on and time keeps ticking, talk, 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 tick, tick, tick. Nobody cares. And Naomi is finding herself in that situation like many of us when nobody cares. What do you do When nobody can. You know, I... I, If I can go ahead and just put this here, I suppose we're moving on. I told you I was going to get upset with myself trying to do four verses in that 15 minutes because Mama Belle is already warming up her fingers to push me off stage like it's the Oscars. (laughs) I find myself sometimes looking at these opportunities or these moments, if you will. And I sit there and I go, deep down inside, as I like to say, when you get to that allergic induce section and peel back that onion, which we call that allergic induce section, inside of community building, inside of organizational, inside of how do we bring everybody together the to really reality is the nitty gritty is it's all self centered. And some of you know that, that's why you don't want to be involved. That's why you want to stay in your house and close the door. I I I understand that now why some folks just would like to be left alone because they know. They know. Naomi knew. Which brings me to that first half of that text we read. Naomi said, when these people, hey, we want to go be with you. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because the reality of it is, I just said that, but let me go ahead and clean that up. Because a lot of people are building communities in these streets. They're trying to bring people together. And they think that's what they want. They think that they want a kumbaya moment. They think that they want an opportunity for white people and black people, for Jews and Gentiles, for Gentonians and Broad Creekers to be able to get together. But they haven't really processed all that goes into it. And they owe me that bitter woman that most folks reject and look down on and say she's just an old, miserable, cranky woman. But the wisdom of Naomi said, I can already tell this ain't going to end well. Because what happens when you realize that this that you're asking for is harder than it looks? Oh, everybody wants diversity. But with diversity comes my pain. It comes my frustration. It comes Questions that you cannot answer and, and ideas that you cannot comprehend. It comes emotions that makes no sense to you. All of those things have to be weighed and, and worked through, and then you realize that sometimes you find yourself in a situation where you will never get an answer. Are you prepared for that? No, my children, you you, you don't want what you think you want. And she says the Lord has turned her hand to her. Sometimes you feel. Because that is the way that we've been conditioned to believe in some cases. I'm not going to start that. war. Well. my grandmother can definitely teach you about that. She spent about 30 years in that fight, whether or not it's, it's God's problem or God is the reason or your sin caused you this, everything like that. I'll let her fight that. Well. She's an expert on it at this point, got a Ph.D. in it. But for some of us, the first thing that you go do when trouble start happening is say, God is the problem. You sinned against God. Brother Job knows all about that. Isn't that what his friends came and told him? I know I ain't talking about him today, but he's a good example. Oh, what did you do to God? If all this happened to you, you must have seen some kind of privilege. Because, you know, God's a vindictive person, you understand. He he gets back at people. That's all he do all day. It doesn't matter that it's character building. Never you mind that it's testing you. The scripture says that the, our trials and tribulations come to make us stronger. But that's, 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 that's subjective. <sighs> so Naomi, like many of us, find herself in a position where she feels like she's done, like time has passed by and any opportunity at a successful, peaceful, and enjoyable life is now in the rearview mirror and she just wants to be left alone. I would like to have this last few moments of my time on this Wednesday to discuss with a few of you just for a minute if I can. Those of you who feel like the situations of life have now stripped you of everything that you once had. I'm old now. I can't walk like I used to. I I can't move through the water's like I used to. My faculties is all shutting down. Whatever the situation may be, I'm just old, I'm tired, and I can't do it anymore. Well, I got some news for you. God does not waste time, nor does he waste breath. As long as you are breathing, there's something for you. So I hope that you will find yourself, unlike Naomi, you will find yourself in a positive place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have these situations, these infirmities. Yes, I have a significant amount of weakness I do. I have very, 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 very many. My weaknesses are very, very, very many. But where
1: I am weak,
0: he will make me strong. And so I can remain positive. I can remain hopeful. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And all the devil want to do is make you just go sit in a fetal position and cry yourself to sleep and, and lose all hope because that's the best way to kill you. He can't take your dream. He can't strip you of your blessings. All he can do is put you in a chokehold and make you submit. I ask you, don't submit today. As a matter of fact, resist, fight back against the devil, and he will flee. I am somebody. The me I see is the me I'll be. I pray for you this morning, for your strength, for your courage, And most importantly, for your mind and for your emotions. Mm -hmm. That you will be able to look at the bright side. Because there is a bright side somewhere. Mama, there's a bright side somewhere. And I hope this little piece of conversation will give you the strength to keep on fighting until you find it there's a bright side somewhere brother dennis
3: good morning well the sun's out we just can't see it right now and I'm just reminded. I just take this moment here, just for a uh, road. As the rain comes down to renew the earth, the springtime, to, to make the grass green, the flowers bloom, and the trees to bud. I'm reminded that Jesus, uh, God, rains his blessings down on us, and we have to be ready and willing to accept those and and to uh, recognize what his blessings are. Father God, we just thank you for what you do for us. We thank you that you protect us and provide for us. We thank you that we can uh, assemble and, and study your word and, and just to get a, a shot in the arm, so to speak, to, to face what we have to do on a daily basis and, and on a weekly basis. We just ask you to continue to watch over us. Give us the strength to resist the temptations and resist the the. the the bad things that the devil tries to put in our minds and to try to to make us do or I I don't guess he makes us do anything but give us the strength to withstand his suggestion there you go and and just in this time of renewal with with the rain and the weather and and, uh, as we prepare for the, the resurrection celebration Lord just continue to give us strength and give us the word that we need to share not with just our families, but with with our neighbors and friends and those we come in contact. Lord, we just thank you. Thank you for who you are, what you do, and give give us the the face today, tomorrow, and our future. In your precious name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless. Have
1: a great day. Amen. Amen. Amen.